Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Very, very excited. I'm very, very excited. It's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. Not only is it Doddy Aid Live, but it is Ladies' Night, and do we have a lot in store for you. I have been smiling like the Cheshire Cat for the last 15 minutes as we have just been setting things up production style. We are winging it in from all over TV lads tonight, and I cannot wait to get started. Now, this is all about Dodd-Aid. This is to raise funds and awareness for the My Name is Doddy Foundation to get to a cure for MND and you people have been absolutely magnificent and last week I spoke about the people and I read out a message that inspired me and here's another Anne Noble if you are here 
hello and thank you. I started walking daily with Team South last January and kept it going for the whole year and now I can't live without it. It's been brilliant for my physical, mental and spiritual health. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and those people who are not quite sure, that is the good stuff. This is long enough to make it into a habit that makes us feel good. And if it makes you feel good, we'll keep doing it. So let's keep doing it. And if you saw the video of Doddy today, you'll see that he's at it as well. So let's get on your bike, get out there for a walk, take the dog, go for a run, join the 5K. Get involved with Doddy Aid and let's be part of something huge. Now, we have got the guest list of guest lists. So shut up, Bruce, and let's get on with it. Let's bring in her ladyship. Did she deserve it? Ladies and gentlemen, people of the Commonwealth, please welcome Jill Douglas, M-B-E. <laughs> yes. What a build-up. <laughs> yes. How good was that? Because you had to keep that a secret for a while. It was lovely, yes. Thank you very much, Bruce, and what a great introduction, and hello, everybody. Uh, yeah, I, I got a lovely uh, note from the Prime Minister's office. God, what a day he's had. <laughs> uh, inviting me around for drinks. No, that wasn't <laughs> uh, hey, And you would have been there in a heartbeat. <laughs> saying that, um, um, that I'd been nominated for this, and it was lovely. So, yes, I had to keep it very quiet, told Carl... Uh, and then I told my sister and that was all. And uh, so, yeah, lovely. And I know um, Gabby, who we'll be talking to later, um, she went to Windsor towards the end of this year and, and received her MBE from um, the Duke of Cambridge. And so it looked amazing. So I think it's a real treat. But no, I'll tell you what's been really lovely. Um, I've had loads and loads of nice messages from people and like people I worked with at the Southern Reporter back in the very start of my kind of career and um, the Hoyt News and people at Border TV and producers I've worked with for many years and people in sport I've known, you know, 25 years. So it's been really great, actually, to reconnect with those people and, of course, all the people that I work with um, in the foundation. So, so yeah, I think it's, it's a treat and hopefully it reflects well on all the people that have worked so hard for the foundation as well. Yeah, you've done brilliantly. We were delighted. What did Doddy say? Why did you not tell me? <laughs> 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 yeah, absolutely class. Now, the summer was weird, but one of the absolute highlights of the Olympics was you speaking to Ruby too. It was just gold. And she's funny and you did it brilliantly. How good a little moment was that? It was great. And, you know, a little gift from from Ruby Tui and actually she sent me a nice message as well so she'd obviously she followed, must follow the social media and and sent me a little shout out after um after the the, the New Year's honours came out which I thought was quite quite lovely really because she's quite a character and and such an absolutely brilliant brilliant rugby player and ambassador for the game as well so um so yeah that was great and there was a lot of highlights like that but she's a bit like Mark Cavendish you just somebody that when you interview you're never quite sure what you're going to get but you know you're going to get something great and um we got a great response to that she was so um vibrant and so thankful to be at the olympics it'd been a long wait for for them to get there and they were so excited to be there like everybody was so i think it was a really honest um expression of that excitement so she uh, she's brilliant i'm a huge fan of ruby too 
it, it was such a brilliant thing and it's been shared so many times and it's been brilliant for you and for her. And you're looking ahead now. Are you going to get busy in the next little while? Are we going to see you on TV? Yeah, off to Ireland this weekend for BT Sport for European Rugby. I'm up in Glasgow, I think, next weekend for the Glasgow Montpellier game. Mont- and there's, yeah. there's going to be some spectators yeah, there to cheer Glasgow, you on. Glasgow, La Rochelle. Glasgow, La Rochelle. And then... Uh, what else have we got? Some Six Nations, huge, big wedge of Six Nations games coming up. I'll be with ITV for that. So uh, up against my colleagues from BBC, who you'll talk to shortly, um, but they do different matches. So ITV do the games from uh, Paris, from Rome, from Dublin and Twickenham. So we've got some great matches coming up. Um, so, yeah, combination of rugby, some snooker, some bits and pieces, and then building up later in the year to the Commonwealth Games. So there's plenty going on, um, which is quite a juggle with everything that has to happen for the foundation as well. But um, but it, it seems to work. And now you're an MBE, you'll be able to demand a bit more cash. <laughs> Have you met my employers? <laughs> <laughs> so Carl is getting on a bike and he's going to do 500 miles. What, what are you going to be doing that's extreme? Well, I did swim in the sea this morning, and that counts. I, I didn't swim many miles, but I did log it. Um, so he's doing that with um, uh, Dean Ryan, uh, Duncan Hodge. Um, yeah, I saw Hodge yesterday, and he is stressing. And Craig Joyner's doing it with them. Uh, and I think they're, I was going to say they're looking forward to it. You know what Rob's like, Rob Wainwright. He's got them, you know, all fired up to do it and I see there's some guys from Selkirk doing it there's some yeah. great um, teams involved so he's been training hard Carl I mean but he's a big unit to take up and down hills so but what how, how, how much media training did you give up before that video we posted yesterday <laughs> I only just saw it I thought oh hello <laughs> Uh, there was a, a bit of delayed reaction for the clacker board going down to started talking, but he got there. He's he, We love Hoggy. We love Hoggy. And Dodd-Aid is going ridiculously well. I reckon with my maths that we're on about £343,000 raised and we're only 12 days in. It's just phenomenal. And, and I think last year, you know, if you think back 12 months, we were in, you know, pr- proper lockdown. lockdown. Um, and we, it, it sort of organically grew, and we tried to be a bit more organised this time with um, making it more easy for people to sign up. And <laughs> Rob we, Wainwright being more organised. Well, we we did try our best, and and I think the app's gone down really well. So the vast majority of people have downloaded and, and used the app to sign up, and there's lots of different content and different bits and pieces um, on that, and we'll carry on using that for other things as well. So. Um, you know, thanks to everybody that's that's signed up uh, and got their snoods. Hopefully, eventually, uh, you know, Brian is busy with his team in Falkirk, shoveling them in envelopes and getting them out to people. Um, and then I think now people are starting to open up their just giving pages and, and trying to attract a bit more funds that way. It's such a brilliant start to the year for us. Um, it is, you know, hard work in the charity sector, and I appreciate everybody has got different calls on their their you know hard earned funds, and it's been a difficult. 18 months some people haven't been working as much and this you know it's, it is difficult and I think what we say with Doddy Aid is you don't have to raise a huge amount of money just be part of it and it's you know some of the feedback we've got is they just feel as though it's accessible people feel as though they, they feel as though they're doing something for the foundation even if they're not you know asking lots of friends to help 
you know, fundraise at the same time. But I think also, you know, you touched on it, the sort of emotional and um, mental well-being and and spiritual well-being, you know, the, to be out and doing things, taking some exercise through January in, in the dark days um, is fantastic. And it just seems to have given people that little lift, that little impetus to, to get moving. And I think that's what's really special about it. I love it. And you're still Team South, not like some of these turncoats you 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 know where your roots are jill douglas <laughs> brilliant so didn't give me that you went to jed school you claim this hoik thing you're worse than rory lawson claiming this hoik thing i was born in hoik my brother no, you went, you went to jed. I'm, no i'm not having this i'm not having it your feathers hoik you are you five are years at jed grammar school does not make me jether <laughs> you're a mixed Much up south lady yeah, yeah, we you careful. Yeah, careful. There we go. The TV making sure we've got a little caveat really? in there. Melrose, does that make me Melrose? No, well, you made a you married down there, Jill Douglas. You married down there, right? Let's award some prizes for some genius. So, genius have been huge supporters of the foundation and of Doddy. The little logo is there, and 5p from every can goes towards the foundation. And they have brilliantly given us some donations for winners. And I should know who this is going to be. Uh, so the winners, one from each district. Now, speaking of Melrose, this lady has done brilliantly, and I'm very proud of her. Her name's Abby Smith and she's from the South. Now, Jill, Abby wasn't keen and she was quite open on social media saying she doesn't do running and she doesn't do that. Look at this. We're on today's 11 out of 31 and she's run every or walked every single day. How good is that? Fantastic. Well done, Abby. And do you know what? Once you get into it, it's a difficult habit to break and you suddenly get that endorphin rush and you start missing it if you don't get the chance to do it. And so I think it's a brilliant, brilliant, positive story. Well done, Abby. You are richly deserving as our winner this week. Yeah, well done, Abby. And Sarah from the Barbarians is our winner from down south. And Sarah is taking the dog with her and getting out and about. Look at those photographs. That is impressive. Some people will do anything to have a rest. Well, listen, I think what a beautiful dog as well. And in the pouring rain, she does deserve extra miles because it's, you know, January, you're not always going to get blue sky days. You're going to get some pretty crappy days. So the fact that she's out there every day, taking the dog, good for her. And and Sarah, Gabby Logan made a bit of a plea for people to get out and about. She's not happy. They've slipped from second to third. So she is, she's, she's going to be a big pal of yours, Sarah. Now, Edinburgh, I love this. Uh, Shabana Edwards has been unbelievable. Look at that. Over 31,000 metres for Team Edinburgh on the row. That is, that's impressive. Very impressive. Excellent work on that rower. And I know how hard work that is on the, in the turbo there. So well done. And, uh, you know, that all, every metre counts, you know, whatever you're doing. So um, I think that's been a top I reckon John, John Davidson will be raising his glass to that one. Now for Glasgow, and Glasgow needing a bit of help, Lee McKenzie's on later and, and Jenny Faulkner's on later. Now Lee, Lee's team Baba's, but I think her heart's secretly still in Glasgow. Now I was scrolling through the Glasgow team and I picked out Elaine Nielsen and then lovely Rory, who's doing the social media for Glasgow, had sent this anyway. Now Elaine... Jill has been putting in the distances after coaching the DL mini rugby. So she's out on the pitch with the, the little fellas and then comes back in and puts in a bit of a shift. I think that's probably to just calm down a wee bit. 
<laughs> well, well done. And and listen, the amount of miles and meters she does running about coaching the, the minis, she'd probably get logged as well. But then putting in the miles on the, the rower as well. So big up to Elaine. Well done. Yeah. And well done, DL Rugby Club. Love going there. Brilliant people. Proper clubland people. And then the Northern Midlands. Now, this was uh, Mr. Wainwright's shout. He was desperate for these guys to win. These are the Swifts from Northern Midlands. Look at this. Oh, oh. It's loading. Video wasn't happy there. Video wasn't happy. We'll maybe get that later and I'll get a wee message to say you have seen it. it. And I've seen them. They are absolutely brilliant. And Rob, I know he said, we must do these guys. They need a good shout out. And and he's absolutely right. So well done to them. I'm delighted to see them get some, some genius on the way get some genius on the way and I've no doubt it will go down very very well now Jill before we let you disappear you said you had a very important appointment at eight o'clock but your mate who's coming on later Jude absolutely stitched you up and said it's just because you'd be due another drink by then so give us a rallying call for people to get involved with Doddy Aid well other than what I've said which is just the fact that there's it's never too late to start you don't have to have been signed up at the beginning of January you can join us anytime and we go right through to the Doddy Cup um, and it's an excuse to get a little bit active and do as much as you can do um, it's just being part of that community and you know I keep saying to people what we're trying to do is raise some really significant funds that we can invest in research um, into motor neuron disease um, we've got some exciting projects going on at the minute. Um, our research officer um, and, and grants officer, Olivia, who works at the foundation, she spent some time today with the MND Smart team up in Edinburgh. I and saw that's that on social media. I mean, it's amazing. They've been recruiting um, patients across 16 sites in the UK and giving them access to clinical trials. It's the biggest clinical trial ever in the UK for MND. And we have invested a lot of money in that and made it possible for people to take part in these trials and supported it along with other um, funders. So, you know, that's where the money's going. And, you know, have a look at our website if you want to learn more about how we spend and and invest these much, much needed funds. Uh, And we've got, you know, we're very ambitious. We've got a very clear vision and we've got some brilliant people we work with. So if you needed any more encouragement that's where it where it is i think you know we're so so fortunate that we've got this incredible support and we can't thank you enough for everything that you do so please stick with us and 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 just keep in touch with us keep following us and seeing what we're what we're doing as well as investing in research we're also trying to help people who uh, who suffer from mnd we've given 150,000 pounds just this month um to help with grants for people um so i think that's where the money's going. So if you, you know, when you're putting in those hard miles and you're on the rowing machine or you're out in the pouring rain or you're on your bike or you're out for a run or you're out for a walk, or you're swimming or whatever it is you're doing, rest assured, we we care and and are respectful of every pound that is earned and, and raised for us. And we are very careful about how we invest it. Brilliant. Do you know Davy Oliver for Hoik, Jill? I do know Davy Oliver from Hoyt. Because he's all over it. Look at this. He's say, sorry he's late, but he's now cracked the 300-mile mark. That's impressive. Now, if you know his wife, Lisa, I think she's probably quite happy because it gets him out the house for a while because he's an <laughs> absolute nightmare. He's going down to Wales for the Doddy Cup and he's Brilliant. best pals with Max Boyce. So uh, I've no doubt there will be lots of things all over social media. Jill Douglas, MBE, lovely to see you. You are our leader and we will follow you wherever you take us. Thank you so, so much.
Thank you very much. Enjoy the ladies, Bruce. Behave yourself. How good, Jill Douglas, MBE. Let we, we're just going to have to keep this party going because we've got a lot of people on here who we need to speak to. Now, this lady is dialing in from Italy, who's currently on a secret mission because she wouldn't tell us what she's doing there, but she's been put into isolation. So it's obviously very, very important. She's championing Team Babas. She's well involved in everything that's going on and not on the poster because this is a late entry and Jill Douglas is a big spoiler because she went and said it. So please welcome really properly the one and the only, prop, like real, this is this is not a looky-likey, Gabby Logan. Hello, how are you? <laughs> You've no idea how I am. You have Good no idea. You. Good to see you. And you're in Italy and you're yes. desperate to let people know that this is not your house that you're in. <laughs> well, there's a strange looking pink painting behind me, which uh, it's just it just appears to be just the colour pink. And I just want people to know that that's not my painting. Um, I can probably get it in my suitcase if any of you wants it. But um, it will auction fact, it. Yeah, and it belongs to this hotel, which I can't even tell you where I am because I don't genuinely don't know. I arrived in the middle of the night in Milan drove two hours to the middle of nowhere, five wild boar ran in front of the car we were driving towards the hotel. Honestly, I have no idea where I am. I think it's about 40 minutes from Turin, are, but it's are not you, my final Are you going to tell us, are, are you going to say your safe word? Like, are you, are you being <laughs> held hostage? Is, is there going to be a ransom out? <laughs> so it's, I'm doing something quite exciting and interesting. Um, so I've got to stay in this hotel for a few days just to make sure that we're all COVID safe. So it's the first time, Bruce, that I've had a kind of period like this since probably the beginning of lockdown 2020, where I'm just kind of in one place, you know, for a while. So I'm going to try and catch up with work and enjoy the, the solitude because it's a very quiet area where I am. So how, are you just going to do lengths of the room for racking up some miles here? Well, I get an hour a day. So today I reckon um, I did it. It wasn't far to run. I reckon I did probably about 3K of running and then I did some other workout and ran back again. So um, that was today. So I get an hour out of the hotel room. But I suppose I could keep my watch on and just keep walking around the room, couldn't I? That way I'd get there. I tell you what, there's there's people like me going, hang on, an hour and she did 3K plus a workout and then 3K back. That would have taken me about two and a half. So you were obviously going quite quickly. <laughs> uh, maybe I stretched my hour slightly. But um, yeah, there, there's no police kind of observing me. This isn't a government kind of um, hotel. It's not like one of those hotels that they used to have at Heathrow for a while or Gatwick or wherever. This is um, uh, it's because the company who I'm working with are kind of doing it. So I'm not being monitored. I'm all right to talk to you. I'm not being bugged. <laughs> have, have you ever met John Davidson? John's the man who rode the Atlantic for Doddy Aid. And I used to work is, for yeah. the SAF, so he he's yeah. he's volunteering to come and rescue you. <laughs> I was hoping kind of Daniel Craig, but yeah, I'll take I'll take. Oh, you can me on. Look at that. That is a fine looking man. That is a fine. No, I haven't. I mean, when I say I mean to rescue me, obviously, yeah. uh, I've got my own fine looking man at home, just in case he's tuning in. Yeah, and and is he is he racking up some miles? Is he doing? As yeah, he's, he's doing well. So he's doing as well as his regular walks, and because he can't really run because of his uh, historical back situation from rugby, um, he cycles a lot. So he's doing um, his pal Robbie Mailer, 
and him are doing they've got to do at least uh, both of them do at least 10 miles a day and then more if they can so that's their kind of limit on the on the bike so he's discovered swifting and he's um he's loving it so yesterday i left him uh cycling around london on the swift so he was going around the mall and places i did the tour of yorkshire the other day which was quite exciting because there's a there's a there's a great really steep gradient in the middle of it and you get a real burn so um it's good fun good fun swifting that that's impressive does he look good in lycra I don't think he looks as good as he thinks he does. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, he's 50 this year, so not bad, not bad. I mean, he doesn't, he has no shame in it. You know, he wanders around with his little cycling shorts on and, and people he has come to the no door shame. and he doesn't walk off and get changed. So, you know, he's keeping in good nick. He's keeping in good nick. <laughs> now, Gabby, we, we hadn't met until about, 20 minutes ago but I have to say a huge thank you to you and you maybe don't realize the power of your podcast right okay go on but my wife listens to your podcast oh amazing so can I thank you for all the circles on the calendar and we'll just leave it there we'll just leave it there okay thank you for your for your podcast you are you're doing good things for lots of people so thank you for that don't know it's called midpoint we've gone four series now new series starts when i get back from italy and uh yeah i'm really i love doing it it's a really intimate way of broadcasting because you don't know who's going to listen right it's not like a radio station where you've got an idea of your demographic i mean i've got an idea when you call something midpoint it's about midlife you've got a rough idea of the demographic but when i get feedback from people and that it's just so lovely so it feels like a really kind of personal relationship with your with your listener when you podcast so it's been good fun well, and i kind of can well, do it whenever as, i want as well as you know gabby i also have a podcast and and i'm sure you've i'm sure you've listened to it um do you ever wonder about where people are listening to your podcast <laughs> I, I assume because I'm a podcaster a listener who does it when I'm running or walking. So I assume people are kind of on the move. But I guess, you know, you, you could be anywhere, couldn't you? <laughs> you could be you could even be having a snooze in bed. You could even be you could be out on your uh, on your bike. Uh, where do you listen to your podcast? Well, I think we should just move on, Gabby, for where I listen to my podcast, because people might be having a late tea. So we'll we'll right. just we'll okay. just carry on. But I would then. I would just that. like to put on record my thanks uh, for okay, midpoint. Thanks. Thanks, and thanks, you're you're doing good things for, for people. So thank you. And people can That's now go better. back and listen to the back catalogue and try and join the pieces together and work, work out, out what, what the hell I'm talking about. Anyway, Gabby, <laughs> Doddy Aid. Yeah. Yes. Yes, she's watching through there, and and will probably leather me when I when I finish this. Um, now, Doddy Aid, you are fully involved, and you are putting videos out and giving people a hard time and telling them to get involved. You are not happy that you've slipped to third place, am I right? No, not happy at all. Um, and I can only assume that's just people being a little bit slack in putting their miles in. You know, maybe they've done the miles but forgotten to put them in um or they've had a couple of days i don't know maybe they weren't doing dry january and they had a busy weekend you know and then they've just got to get themselves back into it but i felt like we were really powering at the beginning and we just kind of the foot's come off the gas a little bit so we need people to not just keep moving keep talking about it get their friends signed up um i love it when people you know tell me they've signed up and why they've signed up i tell you a funny story a guy last year in lockdown when we were going on many of our walks kenny got into litter picking and we were walking through these woods one day and he's got a litter picker and he's picking up litter and this guy's walking towards us and he's got um, a Costa coffee cup 
and we're in the middle of literally nowhere. There's nowhere, there's no bins in sight. So Kenny said, are you, are you finished? And the guy was like, yeah. He said, do you want me to take your cup? And the guy recognized us and uh, he didn't quite know what was going on. Was this extra service from the BBC with, with the license fee payer now getting us picking up the litter for them? And the guy texted me on, well, he tweeted me the other day and he said, you picked up my coffee cup in the woods, so I'm signing up for Team Barbarian. And this was in the middle of Buckinghamshire. So I was like, yes. So it was worth it. It was worth taking his litter for. But when you get those kind of people saying, you know, I want to I want to do something. I really admire Doddy. I admire what's happening with the charity. I really want to get involved. And the important thing, as Jill just said then for me, is that we're not putting pressure on people to then go and raise thousands and thousands of pounds themselves. It's about getting your snood, buy your snood. If you can, you know, encourage other people to get involved. If you can raise money more than just the, you know, buying of the snood, great. But just uh, spread the word. I'd rather, you know, everybody in Barbarians currently goes and tells one other person. That would be amazing. Correct. I totally agree. Now, one of our next guests who's coming on, the, the wonderful Lee, she's mm. Team Babas, but she really wants to be in Team Glasgow, but she's too scared <laughs> to Gabby Logan. And I think, she, I think she thinks that you get to see everybody that's on the list and she doesn't want her name to be removed in case you hunt her down. So Is you are a very powerful lady. Are you telling me she's transferring? She's coming no, no, she's still Team Babas. Right, but good. she okay, wants I'm to be in Glasgow because of the fear of Gabby Logan. I'm going to send her a little DM later on and make sure that, that this is not something that she's wavering about and that next year I find she's moved over to Glasgow. Lee's a very, very important member, a very important member. I would say she's like a, another co-captain. She has huge influence. She's a very, very powerful woman. She's got a lot of, a lot of friends in high places. Team Barbas need to keep Lee McKenzie on board. Yeah, That's well, I, no I don't think she's going anywhere. Chris Bradley, we'd, we'd really like to, to get Lee McKenzie back to Glasgow. So I think the January transfer window is during Doddy, <laughs> so we're going to have to be really careful here. It's open here. now, isn't it? it? It's wide open. Listen, so, I support Newcastle United, so we can buy Lee. <laughs> we can, we can, we're spending all the money at the moment. I'm going to get in touch with the club, so we've got to keep Lee McKenzie on board. I, I love that. Get in touch with it. Get them to send us a couple of million and then we can all put our fee up and just eat cake and, and drink tea for the rest of the month. Yes, but you wouldn't feel as good in the long oh, run. You feel I tell you good. what, tea and cake feels pretty good most of the time. Yeah, when you've done 30k on your bike, you can have a bit of cake. Right, okay. I'll go and do 30k on my bike. So you're you're looking forward to the outcome of this and we get to the 12th of February. We're on mm -hmm. £343,000 just now. Do you reckon we can tip the mill again? I really do. Yeah, I think this is a really strong start and it feels like the momentum is building in that respect. There's there's lots of other things planned. I know Rob's got lots of you know strategic kind of ways of keeping the message front and centre. I was on the Radio 2 breakfast show and Zoe Ball spoke about Dolly Aid and I'm going to get back in touch with her and see if we can get Zoe to give us you know a little bit more support as well because I'm going to sadly have to kind of go off grid a little bit when I'm doing this show in Italy. So I need I need somebody else to kind of like keep drumming the uh, the message in. So um, I'm going to try and, and see if we can get Zoe to do that. That'll hopefully push us up a little bit more up the table and also the amount. But I think this time, I'm not sure where we were this time last year, but it felt like there was a real late surge last year. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we're going to keep that, that's going to keep coming as well. 
Yeah, no, I think you're right. We 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 finished late last year. Now Jenny Faulkner's going to give you pelters for drumming up support for Zoe Ball's breakfast show. So we're we're going to have to really make sure we look and after the Jenny. Shows when she comes are available. On. Are great they certainly are. Shows. I like I dip between a few different ones. You know, I like to listen in. But um, she's listen. She she wanted to. She signed up for Barbas that day, so she is in the right. team. I here's here's know. the message you need to send Zoe Ball. Next Wednesday night, half past seven. If Jenny Faulkner can do this and get up early in the morning, Zoe Ball can bloody well do it as well. So you get in touch with Zoe Ball until her next week, half past seven. Okay, Bruce, I will. Yes, Uh, we've got that recorded. We've got that recorded. Gabby, it has been amazing to see you. Give us one last rallying call for Doddy Aid and maybe even Team Babas. Well, obviously, I would like more people to sign up for Barbas. I'd like more miles to be put in. I'd like more money to be raised. But really, this is about, Doddy Aid is about the whole picture. And, and you know, the competition is great because I think a lot of us come from sporting backgrounds. But those that don't enjoy being part of a team and you can sign up, obviously, as a team into any of the regions. But really, what this is about, on the one hand, is is clearly fundraising, which is going towards incredible research, which we all hope will make a difference to people who are diagnosed with motor neurone disease in the future. And it is Doddy's wish that that he sees that change happening. It might not affect him, but it will affect other people. And that's what his desire and passion is for. But also, this is about fitness. And Jill said it, endorphins, getting habits created, becoming active, becoming more active and retaining a level of fitness, which means you can go on and do other great fun things in your life. It's a brilliant time of year to do that. And it definitely, definitely lifts your spirits on those dark winter days when you've been out for a run or a bike ride. So thank you so, so much to everybody who is involved already. Keep up the good work. Keep up in terms of encouraging others as well. And hopefully we'll have a very successful Dolly Aid. Have you ever thought of going into politics? (laughs) I'm voting for Gabby. The thing is, Bruce, I like to party too much. You can't do that in politics, can you? Oh, no, you can. You can do that in politics. You can, but only only (laughs) if you're one of 30 invited. Anyway, Gabby Logan, thank you so much for joining us. You've no idea how far this has reached. It is brilliant to see you, and I hope you get out safely. I'll see you again soon. I'll see you on another ladies' night. Take care. That, that was Gabby Logan. Gabby Logan has just left the call. How good was that? So, Jill Douglas, Gabby Logan, let's keep it going. Now, next guest in is a pal of Jill's, and we've got a story to tell here. So, if you need some motivation to get out, if you need some motivation to maybe get some pennies in there or ask for some pennies, here it comes. I'm really looking forward to speaking to this lady because we're we're back to the south, but she's in exile now. She's away doing some missionary work. So please welcome Jude Smith. Hello, Jude. How are you? Hi, hi Bruce. How are you? I'm good, yeah. thanks. Very well. Now, you were a little bit nervous about coming on, and then when we started talking before, it just all happened. So MND is something that you have had some personal experience with. Yes. So my dad, um, Tom Elliott, a very famous Scottish borders farmer and also played rugby for Gala at Scotland and British Lions. He is a very loved, loved man by all the family, but obviously by everyone else he knew that knew him. He's just amazing. Sadly, he got diagnosed with motor neurone disease in January 1998. Um, I lived down south then, but my siblings, my brother, Andrew and sister Nicola and my mum, obviously dealt with the day-to-day suffering of poor dad and what went through then. Very suddenly, he died in May um, 1998. So when he got his diagnosis, there was no treatment, no hope. There was no hope at all. Nobody knew what to do. It was just, that's your diagnosis, and 
the outcome is bleak. So when Doddy got his diagnosis, we were all obviously shocked and very, very saddened. But when he said nothing's moved on in 20 years, he was completely right. And this is... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Why I'm involved in Doddy Aid because <clears throat> 20 years to have no hope, no treatment, no look at a cure is just horrific. So everything we do now is to try and get one step closer. So this is what we're all doing here tonight, hopefully. And you, you obviously uh, hugely admire what's going on at the moment. And Doddy has really stamped his feet and seems to be driving a lot of this himself. And he's not willing to take no for an answer. Um, what, what do you think? You know, you hear Jill talking about the money that's been donated and the biggest test. Mm -hmm. Is this filling you with some hope for the future? Yeah, I mean, especially this year and with the government pledging their millions as well. We just think we really are not far off. I just feel that we're really, the momentum is huge. In 20 years, nothing's happened. But in the last three or four years, it's gone just so fast. And I just feel every single day is another step. Jill and obviously all you lot on the team are doing amazingly well. And I just think everyone's working so hard. And I feel a cure is literally around the corner, hopefully. So, yeah, it's just amazing. And you're enjoying being part of Dodd-Age yourself? Yes, I've done the last two years. So last year I was in Team South because that's where I'm from in Gala. But um, this year, because we live in England, we're Barbas. Come on, Gabby. So, <laughs> yes, so we're good. So I've got my husband, Andrew, he's in Team Barbas. My sister, Nicola's in Greenlaw and she's in the South. So a little bit of competition going then. Um, all I'm doing at the moment is walking the dog, who's a bit slow and a bit old, but we're plodding around and we're doing a few miles every day. I did some rowing on Saturday with the rowing team and we're doing good. And every single thing, I just feel like every mile, every minute, every step, you're getting one cloud step closer to cure, <clears throat> one step nearer giving the MND patients hope. There's hope at the end of this tunnel, hopefully. And at the beginning, when when dad was diagnosed, <coughs> you probably didn't have any knowledge of this or or know what the future yeah. was going to hold. No, nobody really knew what MND was. It was just just the diagnosis. And then you're like, what's the treatment? It was like none. And that was it. Yeah, nothing at all. So being part of this <laughs> is obviously lifting people. But it's important that we hear these stories too to try and give some motivation. So give us your rallying call because obviously we, Gabby's not happy. We've slipped to third. Give us your rallying call to get people in. Well, I just think it's an amazing thing. It's great to do things with other people, friends, anywhere across the whole country can sign up. You can be against each other without being next to your neighbours. Every single step is a step closer to hope for the patients I've got it now, hope for the future, hope for a cure. And also, it's not only just that, you're doing a bit for charity, but also helping get rid of excess Xmas food. And also just doing your bit. So I think everyone should do their bit. As the girls have already said, 
the endorphins, just feeling better for getting out. We all know a little walk does make you feel 100% better. With this rubbish year we've all been having, get outside, do some walking, log your miles, and, yeah, we'll get there. I love it. Jude, it's been so good to see you. That that wasn't that bad, was it? It wasn't too bad. No. Oh, good. I'm delayed. <laughs> thank now, you very now, much. now you can relax. Jude Smith, yeah. thank you for joining us. All the very best and keep in touch with us so we know what you're oh, up to. Thanks, Bruce. Cheers. Bye-bye. Awesome. So you heard it there. It impacts so many people and nothing had moved on. And the progress that's been made just very, very recently has been amazing. But we've got to keep it going. And that's where you come in by being part of Dodd-Aid. So you're just being spoiled tonight. So while you're being spoiled, take your phone out. You heard Gabby say if just everybody in Team Babas could get one more person to join, what that would do. That goes for all of you. Get your phone out. Buy it as a present for somebody. You know it can happen. The links are on there on Doddy Gump and all over the place where you can gift somebody the membership. They'll get sent the email and they can go. So let's get involved. Let's get your pals involved, your mum involved, your auntie. Let's get them involved. Neil McElroy's in France and he's getting involved and he's all over it. He got his snood today. He's very happy. Very happy. Now, We've heard about her, and now it's time to talk to her. This is a fast lady. This is a proper fast lady, and I can see she's got a smile on her face, and I'm wondering if I'm going to get a hard time here. But, like, this is all the people off TV, and this is Formula One, horsey, rugby, all over it. Coming from her home, please welcome Lee McKenzie. Hi, I, I kind of am now looking around thinking, is Gabby going to like criticise anything in my house? But I can admit that this is my house in Oxfordshire, so I'm absolutely fine. Um, but it's a real pleasure uh, being on and just hearing everyone's stories. Um, I think Jude actually made probably the most relevant point. And as you say, Bruce, that, you know, I do come from this very fast moving world of Formula One and you take a lot for, for granted, I think. And Sir Jackie Stewart, three-time world champion, noticed it when his wife, Lady Helen, was diagnosed with dementia. And of course, it's another charity, but it all comes from the same point. We had it as well when we all got um, sent back from Australia when COVID started. And people were like, well, hold on. What do you mean there's no ventilators? What do you mean there's no cure for dementia? What do you mean that nothing has changed in the world of motor neuron disease in 20 or 30 years? Because in Formula One, if your car is slow on the Friday and you're in China, they will make a new front wing at a cost of maybe half a million pounds in Oxfordshire and they will fly it to China. So you go faster on a Sunday. That is the world that Formula One is. And of course, you know, maybe it is obscene amounts of money. But if there is a problem, the solution comes 24 hours later. And when you look at the, the medical world, it, and a lot of it has to come from, you know, knowing somebody who gets ill, and then you think, that is not right. We're talking 20 years. We're talking 30 years. Why is that happening? So a lot of the time, it relies on sport or people who work in big, fast-moving industries to, to actually be brave and to, to go out there and make a difference and raise money like Jill and everybody else here that's that's on this um, video call are, are trying to do. Uh, and I think um, that's, you know, that really resonates with me. I, I heard somebody recently talking about sports people being role models and why do people listen to, to sports people? But 
the work that Doddy has done himself, surrounded by good people like Scott Hastings and Jill and all the Rob and all these good people, but Doddy himself has been an unbelievable ambassador. What's what's your Doddy story? Everybody has a Doddy story. What's yours? Uh, I mean, I used to um, go and stay at Quartal Ferry Farm when I was, I don't know, maybe 12 years old or something. Um, so my father, as I'm sure everybody knows, is a, a rugby journalist. He's, he uh, he just recently retired, but he did Formula One and other sports as well. So he was very much uh, embedded um, with Scotland when, you know, there were no camera phones. And there was like, you know, he'd go off on a Scotland tour and you wouldn't hear from him for six weeks, but he would get all the players to send me postcards. So every few days I'd get one from Craig Chalmers, from Scott Hastings, from Doddy. So it was fantastic. But um, you, you know, I, uh, I'm younger than Doddy, so, but there was, you know, Kirsty and the brothers and everyone. And so I would just go to the farm. I, I actually, I drove a tractor into the side of the family house, which was probably, uh, one of my low points, but then I shouldn't have been driving a tractor at 13 years old anyway. Um, and so much of my sort of formative years are going to rugby and watching rugby was with the weirs and whether it be Doddy playing and me sitting with Nanny, his mom or, or wherever at Murrayfield, um, and, and, you know, Basically, she looked after me. Um, it was really special, and it, and it means an awful lot. And you know, I I, try, I keep in touch with Doddy when I can. In fact, he came to Silverstone. He came to the British Grand Prix a few years ago, and it was great <laughs> being able to have him at the Grand Prix. It was fantastic. So yeah, um, you know, he's a great role role model. But he's you know, for me, a great friend as well. Really special memories. Yeah, Nanny is a great lady. Sadly, sadly yeah. missed. And talk me through Doddy. At the Formula One, did he get down into the pit? Did he get to wander around? Because I could I think, some of those yeah, drivers are pretty small. I saw him in the um I saw him basically at a party afterwards where all the motorhomes <laughs> and the drivers are parked. So um I was actually because I was on TV and presenting the next day, um I was the I was sober. But he was, they were all making quite a good dent in it at David Coulthard's motorhome. So, yeah, eventually I left when it was just like getting to the sort of like the witching hour. I was like, I've got to go. So <laughs> I love it. And you've you've done so many different sports and you've met mm. so many different sports people and stood next to them in various different amazing venues. Who's the person that you love to interview the most who is it that you love to get the the little bit of chat with well I I actually always think that when you work with uh, Roger Federer or Rafa Nadal and, and maybe it's because I only do that once a year I don't work week in week out in tennis but I do Wimbledon um, for BBC and now we're actually strangely allowed on court to do those interviews um, instead of you know hiding away in a broom cupboard somewhere but a, a few years ago actually I was um you're kind of doing lots of jobs. So I was trying to cover centre court, but at the same time, which was Rafa Nadal and a guy called Dustin Brown, who's known as Dready Tennis, a really cool guy, a lot of trick shots. And I had to run downstairs to do my three minute interview with Roger Federer. So I, I he saw that I was watching it so kind of at the corner of my eye, which is probably very rude when you're interviewing a sort of 20 grand time Grand Slam winner. But he said to me, are you covering this match as well? And I was like, yeah, I am. And he went, do you have time to sit and watch it? And I was like, yes. So um, we sat down and he and he was just incredible. And and he said to me, he was like, you know, in two shots time, because what looked like a sort of trick shot, you know, tweener through the legs and things. 
he said to me, in two shots time, he's going to do this and it's going to go there or Rafa's going to place this ball here in three shots time. And I was like, you know, you talk about drivers reading a race or players, rugby players, you know, being able to read a game and know exactly what's going to happen. He could do every shot in tennis. And that was, a, again, a really special moment. And I think someone like like uh, Roger and Rafa, I must say, the ooze class. Um, Dan Carter was another one. I was fortunate during lockdown to do uh, 10 programs with him online. Um, it was a vanity project for both of us, basically. I think we just realized we had a lot of time on our hands. He couldn't get to Japan to get his rugby and for some reason. So I was in Scotland. I was in air. And he was in New Zealand, and uh, which meant that one of us was always having a coffee in the morning or one of us was always having wine at night, depending on who we were interviewing. And we did uh, 10 one hour programs and it was fantastic. And I did a program with him and Richie McCaw together and we ended up talking for so long that we uh, we actually split it into two because it was just two hours of gold. And it was so special for me to see these players um, who, you know, you've grown up watching and just to be able to listen in to their stories really i had nothing to add um it was really special and now you get to speak to bruce Aitchison on Doddy well, that was gonna Live. Be my third moment bruce this was actually going to be my third moment I so i was going to go it, federer it's time to hang up the mic lee Aitchison. you've you've covered it all hang up the mic you've <laughs> you've done it all so it sounds like it's still special to you the way the way you've spoken yeah. there, I know it's a job, but that sounds like you still absolutely love what you do. Well, it is because I grew up, I was the kid, that, the annoying child that turned up at every single press box. So I knew Jill when I was little and she'd started to work at Border <laughs> TV and then I followed Jill into that job and then she left to go to Sky. And I think I just basically kept trying to take her jobs, like always about, you know, 10 steps behind, like I want to do what she does. And um and essentially what we do is we get paid to go to sport that people pay to go to. And it doesn't matter what it is. You know, it doesn't matter if it's like me this Saturday, I'm presenting um, Wasps against Toulouse. It doesn't have it doesn't matter to me what it is I'm covering. People have made an effort to follow a team to be there. Um, and I think that's, that's really important. You know, I started off as um getting a Monday morning off school and going into the Ayrshire Post and, and writing about air rugby and uh, a column horsing around with Lee McKenzie. <laughs> it was as bad as it sounds. And, you know, I just wanted to, to be a writer. I just wanted to write. I never wanted to be on TV. It didn't ever cross my mind. But I was writing reports and going to rugby from the age of about 10 onwards. And it just seemed a nice way to, <laughs> nice way to try and earn some money. And it's, it's, it really, it still is. Uh, sounds absolutely amazing to me. So you've got... No desire to get back in the car and be part of rally driving? Well, no, I, I think um, there was a big boozy night a few years ago where we managed to sign up to do the Arctic Rally Norway. But thankfully, the driver who I was driving with um, got a proper drive and had to move to America. So I was quite relieved because when we woke, I woke up the next day, I was like, what on earth have we done here? Um, so I just don't have the time just... I think you've got to do it. You know, it's dangerous. What what it comes down to is it's dangerous. So you've got to be really committed to that. And I think um, maybe maybe my days of, of uh, competing in World Rally Championships are over. So, so how long does it take you to get for Alloway to Oxford? Um, at the national uh, speed limit, it takes me about seven and a half hours. And then you add in the M6, it's about eight. All right, okay. And you do it in five? No, five. <laughs> Four and a half. 
<laughs> I love it. So you're too scared to jump to, to Team Glasgow because... It, I'd like to clarify this. I, I was Scottish Exiles last year. Now, that made sense as a Scottish district, you know? if you're The Barbarians isn't the same as the Scottish Exiles because I feel I should be in a Scottish team because I'm not a Barbarian, really, unless I've had a couple of drinks. So I think from that point of view, I, I might reassess, but I'm quite excited about this bidding war for next year. So I'd like to encourage that. <laughs> Oh, That's so not my rallying call. I'll, I'll 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 do a much more sort of like you know it, we're part we of could, a community. We and could it's a do great it like the IPL. Yes. For captains and that's there you go. So we could start on December the first. Yes, my birthday. I love it. Also another important oh, day. Okay. Well, you've got yeah. right. That's it. We're sacking Logan. You're in. You're in. Oh no, no. Yeah. I've got to do Six Nations. So please, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not upset her. She's a very powerful lady. She's she's cleared off already. She's got nothing else to do in Italy yet. She's cleared off and can't be bothered to stay and watch the end of this. <laughs> she's gone. Gabby Logan's finished. <laughs> Step aside. So Lee, go for it. We're we're almost there. Are you, we're, <laughs> we've still got another guest to come. Believe it or not, I can't wait. But give us that call. How are you going to get people involved? Well, I think it's about community and yes, you can be in the Barbarians or the South of Scotland or Glasgow, etc. But in actual fact, it is a collective and we are all doing a great thing and um, without sort of taking up the time because I really want to hear from Jenny as well. So um, yeah, if you can just get one extra person, but the fact that you're doing it yourself, I think is really important and make some noise, go on social media, tell people that you're doing it. I think the more people that we can get involved, the more people that talk about it, the more it will, will become even more known and, um, and therefore it just builds and builds every year. Lee McKenzie, it's been an absolute pleasure. So we've got Federer, Nadal, Carter, McCaw, Aitchison. You. Nailed it. Nailed it. There you go. Thank you very much, Lee. See you Thank very you. soon. See you. How good. How good. What a crazy lady. Look at this. Doug Stephen is has already started the bidding war. A hundred pound for Lee McKenzie. Are you kidding me on? She's worth the... Th Look at this. She's raging. Lee, are you kidding me on? Only a hundred pound. I was going to say something. I'm actually going to just self-edit there. I'm he's, going to just... he's he's worth a fortune as well. He could afford a lot more than a hundred pound. I'm higher. Yeah, higher. Careful now, because this could turn into something really <laughs> dodgy. Thank you, Lee. <laughs> yeah, terrible stuff. Terrible stuff. Right, you heard it here. This weekend, we've got a five k for Doddy Aid, and who would you get? to go for it. The lady who has got more trainers than Foot Locker, she has got an unbelievable wardrobe for running kit, has a running pod. If you were going to do a 5K, you would do it with everybody's favourite ever blind date contestant. It's the one and the only Jenny Faulkner. I wondered how long before you mentioned it and he got it in before I'd even said hello. Hello. Yeah. Do, 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 I, do you wish that that had been left behind or do you still, is it okay? It's okay. I mean, gosh, it's what started me out, really. So I did that, enjoyed it and said, oh, I'd quite like to work in telly. And they were like, yeah, whatever, take a hike. That's what everyone says. So I was quite pleased to prove them wrong. Um, but yeah, so I haven't got anything to be ashamed about. It started my career. It's just a bit embarrassing looking back and I had this really weird voice and I oh my god it's cringy thinking about it now but it was a great a great experience but amazing that you're still so happily married to Donda 
<laughs> actually do you know so i did i went on blind date 1994 quite a while ago and i was the picker which obviously means you get the free holiday and all the rest of it so it's a bit of a result and i picked a guy who was you know a fish and chip shop friar 20 stone greek cypriot from maidstone had his own fish and chip shop but just a lovely lovely guy and um we became really good friends and in fact we lost touch but um, when I worked on GMTV, guaranteed any occasion Scylla was in, they'd bring in the clips and they'd bring in Donda. <laughs> they'd reunite us. And then now I'm Instagram friends with his kids. It's so weird. I'm, I'm just waiting for him to sell the story. Let's face oh, well, it, I've... chip shop sales have taken a nosedive. He's going to sell the story. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what story that would be, but yeah, there's bound to be one somewhere along the line. But anyway, anyway, look, it's lovely to be here today. Yes, and lovely to see you. And we're gearing up for the 5K on Saturday. (gasps) We are, we are. So this is so exciting. And wherever you're watching, hello there to you. And look, you might not be a runner. You might be a cyclist or a rower or a swimmer or a walker or a sofa sitter. But whatever you are, this weekend make a difference and get involved with the doddy aid 5k run weekend now it changes name by the way because rob and i were trying to work out what we'd call it should we call it the doddy aid run weekend or the doddy aid 5k weekend it doesn't matter it's basically you've got to get off your backside get out there and run and rob is um is coming on run pod which is my podcast on friday morning it's going to be released and so basically i see that as the start of the weekend Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's my opinion. As long as you do 5K over those few days, log it. And do you know what? If you fancy going further, feel free. Feel free. You'll go further than 5K. You're not going to stop at 5K. No, well, I'd like to. Um, even if it's 5K every day, it's, you know, it's it's something. But it's just about getting out there and being active. I think that's what's so brilliant about this. Don't you agree? It's, I mean, it's rubbish outside. It's really dark. It's blooming freezing. But the fact is, when you you have a reason to get out there instead of just sitting indoors and procrastinating and putting it off. You have to get out and complete this challenge. So actually it's a great time of year to get out there and be active it's, and also to raise money for such an amazing charity. And you are part of Team Glasgow who at I the moment- rubbish. They, 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 could, they could do with- Right a, at the bottom. They, they, they could do a bit of a, a pick me up. So how do you get people in the weed out and about? Well, do you know what? I actually, there's a, I have a, my own little, um, would I have it? Is it my own league within that? Would that be what it is? It's not a district, it's a league, right? Jerry Faulkner's in a league of her own. (laughs) um, And it's called the Rumpod Run Club. There we go. And I have a whopping 66 members. A whopping 66 members. So (laughs) could could more people join? Yeah, please come and join. You have to be in the Glasgow team. But that's good. That's 66 people that have just gone from RunPod. From, I've got a Facebook group, and I just put it up the other uh, yesterday. And that's 66. So I'm hoping that we get a few more. Um, but it's good. Do you know what? Whichever team you're part of, ultimately, it doesn't matter which team you're in because you're, you're doing the same thing and you're raising money. However, it would be nice if the Glasgow wasn't at the bottom. Yeah, they, they've <laughs> got some work to do. But I, they'll, they'll come good. And they're... They're taking part, aren't they? It's. Do you know what? It is the taking part that counts. And I, whatever you the say, the team in fifth people, always say that. The team in fifth always the gabbies, say that. The gabbies, 
the Lorraines, the Greeks, the whole lot of them. You know, they can all say it's about winning, but it's not. That's where's the team spirit there. So you you must be racking up most of that distance because between your your walk to work and your run home and your golf and your dog walking and all the other stuff you get up to, you must be contributing fifty percent of the Glasgow distance. <laughs> I think um, I think I'm on seventy miles, but that's the thing is I realise this as well. So Glasgow might have more walkers and runners, and the other areas might just have millions of cyclists. This is something. It's not fair. Right. Because hey, Denny, you start. Denny, you start. You there's cycle. enough. There's enough grief about this app that you starting <laughs> it on here, Jenny Faulkner. Because there's swimmers be too. More balanced. Yeah. Well, they don't go as far even as walkers. So you know, hey. come on. Yeah. Okay. Right. Rob. So Rob Glasgow's Wainwright. Get clearly... that sorted. Glasgow's made up of swimmers, walkers, and joggers. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Glasgow's full of swimmers. I'll bet. I'll bet they are. <laughs> Now, you, why are holiday programmes not on the TV anymore? I know, they were so fun. They were so fun. I did them for years. And do you know what was, I mean, I say that from the person that was working on them because you just got to go and recce all the places you'd like to go on holiday. But it was so weird because when you film a travel show, right, and I did, I did quite a few, I did about 15 years of it, you wake up and you don't know where you are and you don't know what time zone you're in. And I remember uh, It sounds like Jill up. Douglas most, most days. <laughs> well, yeah, so she'll still have that, won't she? Because she's travelling so much. But you no, it's because she's like, reeking all the time. It's because she <laughs> swims in gin. Is that what it is? Well, I mean, that does contribute, I guess, as well. Um, but yeah, it's really, it is funny. I remember waking up one time not knowing where I was and having to phone home and going, can you tell me which country am I in? And it was like two in the morning. Like, You're in Hong Kong. Thank you. Bye. Who, did, who did you phone? I phoned my, my now husband. Please, where am I? He's like, oh my God. My baby got married to me. <laughs> He's like, she is weird. She is weird. Now, your pals with Lorraine, who's a team captain, is, the, is there a bit of needle there? No, and um, look, it's great. It's I you know there's nothing. As I say, I'm not bitter at all that she's at the top of the leaderboard. It's fine. What <laughs> are the other things that can you know? I, I'm asking the big questions here. How much fun was Splash? <laughs> that's the one that's embarrassed. So right, okay. So Gabby hosted that, and I see that Gabby's done a runner now, probably because she, ah, she has. I'll be like, what the hell? So they they said we're going to do this diving show, and I was. I, quite up for a challenge. I love doing all these sporting shows. So I was like, yeah, I'm totally up for it. And I agreed to do it and we went and trained and we learned how to dive and I did springboard, which, which was really fun. And then just before we went live on the Saturday night show, they go, um, and by the way, we're all thinking it's a really serious sports show. They go, um, so what do you want your dance on music to be? And I was like, what, 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 are you, what? Now I'm in a swimming costume in my, I think I, I think I was in my late thirties at the time, or maybe yeah. And on national television, and they want me to dance down the side of the pool to some like R and B song. It was the worst, possibly the worst moment of my life. <laughs> Live on ITV on Saturday night. It was awful, awful, awful. Well, so and again, have you ever I'm... done that? Walked around the edge of a da dance on pitch. TV on a Saturday night. Are you kidding me? On I would I would love to dance on TV on a would Saturday. Night. Which brings me to my next big question: When are you going to do Strictly? <laughs> I 
don't know. One day, maybe. I don't know. Who would, knows? Would you, would you do it? Yeah, of course. To learn, God, I love learning all these skills. And um, at least then you know there is dance on music with that, isn't there? What, what's what's the husband saying about that? He he's not going to be keen on the whole strictly idea. I think he would actually really appreciate me doing something like that, simply because I'm such a crap dancer, so I'm really terrible at it. But it would it would probably help a little bit. So when we go out, I would be less of an embarrassment. And he'd be able to watch match of the day do. in peace. Yeah, well, I don't know if you, I'm not a dancer and I'm not a karaoke singer. However, after a few drinks, I will do both and it is dangerous. See, look, Bruce and Speedos, people like the idea of this. Well, Maybe this should be some kind of, there should be something doddy related about doddy, that. Strictly come doddy dancing. There we go. Yeah. So who would your partner be? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I didn't see much about this series because I was, I've been working quite a lot in the last, the last few months. So I didn't get to see it as much, but anyone really, they're all good. They're all good. Yeah. Love, love Strictly. So we're, you've been all over, you've done lots of things, you've interviewed lots of people. How, how did I do? But you're doing very well. I think oh. you're good. But oh. you've, I mean, I've spoken to you before. You're a complete wizard at this. So, I mean, it's it's a joy to talk to you. Right. How did I do as a as a guest? Because well, usually I, I, I'm the one asking I, the questions. Well, I tell you what, Jill Douglas was all right. Gabby was a bit cold. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> uh, every everybody loves Lee McKenzie, like proper, like absolute superstar. She's uh, pretty Jude, cool. Jude with the message, and then you just put the cherry on the top with Jenny Faulkner and smash it out of the park. It has been an absolute joy, and I am ready to retire and turn in the headband. But <laughs> Jenny, with everything that's going on, Doddy aids three hundred forty-three thousand already. Obviously, we want to raise as much, but we want people to feel good and be part of something. So, how do we get those numbers to creep up again? I just think it's about spreading the word. Look, this weekend uh, is the 5K run weekend and anyone can take part in this. Look, you don't have to be a runner. You can walk it. You, and the more people you do it with, the better. So get a group of people, all go out, all sign up for the app and register your distance just so we can all clock a few extra miles. But by doing it together, you not only will involve more people, but you'll also, it's about the community and it's about getting together and involving other friends and having a reason to go out and be sociable with other people at this time of year when it's it's kind of key that we all boost our mental health. And by being with others and the running community in particular is so friendly and supportive that I actually think it's a really good way and a great way to get out, be active, raise money for charity and um, try and get as many people involved. Even if it's your mum who doesn't want to run, get her to go out for a walk with you. You know, just just get out there. Get some fresh air. Amen. Now, I, I can't remember her name. What's the name of the cleaner at the radio station? Oh, Elaine. How Have you, you got Elaine involved? Elaine? Have you got Elaine involved? Do you know, she'd probably hoover at the miles. She's She's a whiz at that. I think if anybody's going to get anybody a gift of being a Dodd-Aid member, you should get Elaine a membership. And when you video in the morning and say hello to her, if she had a, a snood on, it would go down an absolute storm. Okay, all right. Well, leave that with me then. Um, right. she's got, Elaine, by the way, is someone who I work with every morning and she is just magic. She, I've never seen her without a huge smile on her face. And that is what you need at you know, five in the morning every day. 
I used to work at Hoyk High School, the school for the harder thinking. And when I would arrive in in the morning, the cleaner used to meet me every single day and say, hi, another day in paradise. And he was <laughs> absolutely right. It was magic. Jenny Faulkner, an absolute pleasure. All the very best. And I look forward to seeing everything you get up to and the 5K and drumming up some more support for Dodd-Aid. Bruce, thank you. And if you are, um, if you can download a podcast this Friday, have a listen to RunPod. It's all about Dodd-Aid. It's all about how you can get involved. Um, and we chat. There's a lot of chat with Rob, so we hear all about him as well. So it's great. Yeah, not, not so much about Rob, but yeah, the rest of it would be good. <laughs> Jenny, absolutely magnificent. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Love it. Well, what more can Dodd-Aid bring you? You have had it all. And this weekend, it's time to get the trainers on or at least the walking boots. It doesn't matter how you do it. Get out and do a 5K. Uh, Richard Ellis, you are damn tooting. It's time for Strictly. Uh, I'm not sure about the Lycra, though, or the Tapsaf. Genius Bruin with their classic mugs and donating money. If you can, get hold of some and support the foundation. It's all happening. There's the Halbro kit. There's the hoodies. There's obviously my limited edition T-shirt, having made it into Doddy's diary. Folks, life's good, huh? We're, we're doing good things and we're feeling good. But what we really want, let's make no bones about it. We want to spread the word and get more people in because the more people, the better. The more people, it makes everybody feel good and feel part of something. It means there's some more pennies in the pot so that we can get some more research and find a cure for this thing. And it also brings families closer together and gives them a little bit more hope. So get involved. Do it for your district, mostly for Team South, please. Mostly for Team South. Don't be bullied into being with the Babas with, with Gabby Logan. It's time to be Team South. If you've enjoyed it, we'll be back next week. I've got no idea who the guests are. And you know what? I couldn't care because tonight has been an absolute cracker and I have loved it. Thank you to Jill. Thank you to Gabby, thank you to Jude, thank you to Lee, and thank you to Jenny. It has been an absolute joy. And backstage, pushing the buttons and pulling the strings has been Sam and Sean, who are always there to help. To Rob for all his organization, to Alex at the foundation, and Ian, who's doing the Doddy Gump stuff. Do me a favor, folks. Stop moaning about the app and just get out and walk and run and cycle and do all the good stuff and enjoy it. My name is Bruce Aitchison, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Come on, the South! 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.